Hey kids, it's time for Devos. Yay, devotions! We have a great show planned for today, and I'm so glad you're here with me because this is Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus, teach us to be just like You. Your words are true, so. With donuts and devos, lead us to peace. With donuts and devos, with donuts and devos, with donuts and devos, lead us to peace. Lead us to peace. Hi, kids. This is Donuts and Devos, and I'm Mary Faith. This is a devotional podcast just for you. That's right. We hear God's word, learn more about God, memorize His word, and sing songs right here on our show. We always make sure that we are reading and hearing those important Bible truths that will feed your faith and help you grow in God's word. Our show today is a serious one. We are going to read about how sin entered this world and ruined God's perfect, beautiful creation. Adam and Eve make a very bad choice that has very serious consequences, but God will make them a promise they can believe. So let's see what happens. But before we start with our prayer, we have to make sure that you have your activity sheet and coloring pages that go with our episode today. These can be found on our website at donutsanddevos.com. While you listen to our Bible reading today, see if you can get all the fill in the blanks questions. As we do our devotional following our Bible reading, listen very closely to find the words that are listed. There's also a space to draw and another space to write down this week's memory verse. So pause the show and go grab them so you can follow along. Let's get started now. We open with the Lord's Prayer here on our show, and it's okay if you don't know the words. You can just close your eyes and listen. Are you kids ready to pray? All right, let's fold our hands and bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's dunk ourselves into God's Word. Today we are going to read from Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. It might be a little bit longer because a lot happens during our story. Do you remember where Adam and Eve are living? In the Garden of Eden with all the animals. That's right. God placed them in the Garden of Eden, and they were happy taking care of the animals in the land. God was with them there, and life was perfect. Let's read what happens then. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? 
And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of that tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they saw they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Adam and Eve were living in a beautiful garden full of animals and trees. They enjoyed being in God's presence. Working was fun and enjoyable. Everything was perfect. But then in Genesis chapter 3, things become ominous and dark because... The snake! Right. A serpent came slithering up to Eve one day and started talking to her. I mean... What would you think if a snake started chatting with you? Scary. Scary. A little odd, wouldn't it be? Yeah. This was no ordinary snake. Do you know who the snake was? Satan! Satan! The devil! The devil! And what was he trying to get Eve to do? Eat the food from the forbidden tree. That's right. Yeah. Right. Now, that seems like an okay thing to do. Adam and Eve ate from the other trees all the time. Why weren't they allowed to eat from this particular tree? Because them will die. Right. Because God said so. That's right. God said don't. God specifically said they couldn't eat from the tree in the middle of the garden. God wanted Adam and Eve to show that they could love and obey him. And they did. Until the snake came along. He tempted Eve. Do you know what that means? Maybe. Maybe. To tempt someone means to try and get them to do something wrong by promising that they are going to get something good. And we're going to learn more about what that means for us in just a little bit when Pastor Glaze gets here. Satan tempted Eve by pointing out that she would be just like God if she ate the fruit from that tree. When Eve took that first bite and ate from the tree, she also gave some to Adam who also ate it. And in doing this, they disobeyed God. And the Bible tells us that their eyes were opened. Do you know what that means? No. No. Well, when you do something wrong and you know it was not the right thing to do, you might get this, oh no, feeling inside. Has that ever happened to you? 
Kind of. That's your eyes opening because you recognize that you sinned. That's what happened to Adam and Eve. They knew immediately that they had did wrong, and just like you probably want to do when you do something bad, they hid from God. Do you ever feel like you want to hide what you did wrong from your parents? Yes. Probably. Adam and Eve had only known good. Now they knew bad and good, and they hid from God. But God sought them out in the garden. Adam and Eve had to tell God what they had done. This is called confession, admitting your sin. When you do something wrong to someone, what should you do? Say I'm sorry. That's right. You apologize. Now, usually, when you say I'm sorry, people might respond back with, "It's okay." But let's think about what that really means. If you push somebody and said I'm sorry, and they replied, "It's okay," what are they telling you? Um, you do it again. It's okay to push. And is it? No. Absolutely not. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God, did He say, "It's okay"? No. no. God doesn't say sin is okay. He doesn't pass over the sin and tell Adam and Eve it's all right. He dealt with the sin, and He shows His victory over sin on the cross, where our sin is forgiven through Jesus. So when someone does something wrong to you and they say, "I'm sorry," the correct response we need to give is. I forgive, forgive you. you. That's right. We are commanded to forgive because forgiving is an act of love. Jesus showed us the biggest act of love when He forgave all sin on the cross. This was God's promise to Adam and Eve and all of us in Genesis chapter three, verse fifteen, when He cursed Satan and He promised a savior. He said. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. That was God promising a savior. Adam and Eve were encouraged by God's promise, knowing that though they had sinned, God still loved them, and we can be encouraged by that promise too. So let's say thank you to God. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending the Savior you promised. Thank you for sending the Savior you promised to forgive our sins. To forgive our sins and help us to forgive and love others. And help us to forgive and love others like you forgive and love us. Like you forgive and love us. Amen. Amen. In our Bible story, we hear that Satan appears to Eve in the form of a snake. He works to convince her to eat from the tree that God said not to by telling her she would be like God, and this was something that Eve thought she wanted. This brings us to our faith word of the day: temptation. Now, this is a very important word for us to understand as God's children, and Pastor Glaze is here to explain the word a little bit better for us. Hi, Pastor Glaze. Thanks so much for coming on to our show today. Hi, everyone. How's it going today? It's going well. It's a little bit more serious on our show today because we are discussing what happened between Satan as the serpent and Eve that led her to disobey God. Oh, you mean Genesis three, when Satan presented the fruit from the tree in a way that made Eve really want to eat it? Yes, she and Adam didn't even seem like they wanted the fruit at all until the serpent came along and caused her to question God's word. 
Oh, that's temptation. But this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible because there's a promise involved also. Well, temptation is actually our faith word of the day, and we were hoping that you could share a little bit more about what that means for us as Christians. Temptation happens to us all the time. Temptation means to do something that God says is wrong. So that means it's something you really want, but it isn't good for you? Exactly. So is temptation a sin? That's an excellent question. No, temptation is not a sin, but acting upon it is the sin. Can you give us an example? Yes, I have an example. My son and I just baked cookies today. We took them out of the oven and put them on the shelf. I said to him, please do not touch them. And he said, okay. I came back later and there were some of them gone. He had touched them. He was tempted and he acted upon the temptation and disobeyed what I said. I think that's probably an example a lot of parents and kids can probably relate to. And that seems to happen quite a bit in our lives. So when we do face temptation in our life that would cause us to sin like that, what can we do? Jesus says, pray that you might not enter into temptation because the spirit is willing, but our flesh, our sinful flesh is very weak. God also promises in his word that because you are his child, he will help you through the temptation so that you will turn from sin and evil. God is faithful and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able to handle. But when you are tempted, he will provide for you a way out. Ultimately, the way out is through his son, Jesus Christ, our savior. So in those moments that we are tempted, we can stop and just remember Jesus. That's one way to put it. Remember the word that he has promised and remember that he has promised to forgive you of all of your sins and lead you in a life of righteousness. So kids, we are going to be tempted in life. It's going to happen because we live in a sinful world. What's important is to just stop and remember that you are God's child and his Holy Spirit is in and with you to strengthen and help you in those times of temptation. With God's guidance, you can live a life trusting Him and following His commands, for He knows what's best. Thanks so much, Pastor Glaze, for joining us. Glad I could be here. See you next time. It's time for our memory verse. Our verse reminds us that sin leads to our death. We are born sinful, and that is our nature as Adam's offspring. But because God loves us so much, he promised to send a Savior, and he did. Jesus! Through Jesus Christ, we have the promise of eternal life and what joy this promise brings us. What better way to express joy than by singing? So our friend Miss Baker is back with us to help us remember our Bible verse with music. Hi, Miss Baker. Welcome back to our show. Hi, Mary Faith. How are you? I am doing very good, and I hope my listeners are as well. We had so much fun learning our memory verse to music last week, so I thought, hey, can you help us remember God's word again with some music? I'd love to. Our memory verse is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 22, and says, For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. That's a great verse. I have just the song to go with it. Here it comes. Ready? For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. For as in Adam all die, 
Let's break this down just a little bit so you can learn it with me. The first line goes, for as in Adam all die. So I'll sing it and then you repeat. For as in Adam all die. Your turn. My turn. So also in Christ. Your turn. My turn. Shall all be made alive. Your turn. From the beginning. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. And you can't forget the verse. 1 Corinthians 15, 22. Once again, that is such a catchy tune to memorize our verse today. Thank you so much, Miss Baker. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Will you join us next week? I would love to. That will be awesome. To help you remember this verse, we do have a coloring page that your mom or dad can print off for you on our website. You can also say your memory verse every morning before breakfast, before you go to bed, especially now that you have a great tune to sing it to. You can definitely remember God's Word. That's it for this week's episode of Donuts and Devos. Thank you so much for hanging out with me as we looked at how sin entered this world, but how God still loved Adam and Eve and us so much that he promised a Savior to strike down Satan and the power of death. And he totally kept that promise. Next time here on Donuts and Devos, we will look a little bit closer at the consequences sin had for Adam and Eve. We will also learn more about their kids, Cain and Abel. And you just might appreciate your own siblings a little bit more after hearing how they treated each other. For my adult listeners, thank you as well. And please be sure to visit our website at DonutsandDevos.com for those free printables for the kids that they can use during our show. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and we would love to hear a review or comment from you, also so other families can find us. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time.